0: Is Krista Jones, founder and CEO of Virginia Leadership Institute, and welcome to A Seat at the Table. The purpose of this show is to bring together thought leaders and experts from a wide variety of fields to teach us how we can all get our seat at the table and make our voice heard. On November 8, 2016, the world changed, whether it was for the better for you or for the worse for you. And it was, as a result of that change, You know, I really felt that communities across the world they had their voice again. They had the desire to advocate and speak up about issues that they might not have spoken up about before. And as a part of that change and resurgence of energy and activism, the women's march was organized. Today with us we have two people who attended the march and they're gonna talk about what it meant to them as well as how they're gonna move forward after the march. First we have Cherie Nicole, who is a producer for TV One.
1: Hi, hey, Krista.
0: And we have Hala Ayala, who is the president of Prince William, Chapter of Now. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. you. So
1: first, tell me about how you got interested in women's issues, period. So for me, um, you know, I'm a young buck. I'm only 30, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of went through my 20s in a little bit of a fog. But when I jumped into the television industry in my late 20s and started to see the disparities in terms of uh, with women and then also women of color, Mm -hmm. in terms of being content creators and things like that, I said, man something's not right here and mm-hmm. so I kind of started to plug in and really pay attention to what was going on and it really prompted me to make my voice heard mm-hmm. to, to write about these issues mm-hmm. to have focus groups and talk with other women in the industry and even outside of the industry about women's issues so for me that was a start
2: Excellent. about? So me I was a little bit different not so organic I worked on Barack Obama's campaign and so that was the beginning of my advocacy, well really it started with my son, you know, working in the school system, uh, seeing how to support um, children, and you, you see, you hear a lot from women in the community, and then that kind of evolved when I started to connect the dots with the campaign, and I worked with Barack Obama on his campaign as a volunteer in my community, and so when you start hearing things, you start getting connected with the issues, it changes your thought process about, Mm -hmm. oh my God, the light is on, somebody's turned on the light. And we really don't have a seat at the table. We really are, um, there is this inequity that exists. And so that just totally upset me. I was done, you know, what? Mm -hmm. I don't get paid the same? Mm -hmm. And I think that that was a cloud, like you said, you know, it it was a fog and and a shock at the same time. Mm
0: -hmm. So let's talk for a second about Hillary Clinton. And her campaign. Just give me your overall thoughts, um, and you can talk about her first run against Brock and her second one as well. as just, I'd love to hear your thoughts about what happened, why you thought it happened, and the outcome.
1: Well, I. I was able to go to the Democratic National Convention. Mm -hmm. Um, I was also able to kind of, there was another event she had in South Carolina a little bit earlier on her campaign that I was able to attend. Mm -hmm. And I was really impressed with her delivery. I felt like she, there was an energy, especially with the Democratic National Convention. I I can't, it's hard for me to describe it. It's almost like you had to be there, but I was at the RNC and the DNC. Mm -hmm. And so there was such a stark difference in in terms of the energy and there was an excitement. I felt like, oh, she's gonna win. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I, I do think, she didn't she didn't reach out to minorities in a way that i thought she she should have and i think it did hurt her i thought the i think she thought the expectation was we would vote for her anyway Mm -hmm. and i think that that really really was a hindrance um i don't necessarily think she ran a bad campaign um but i i think um she especially black women i feel like she should have spoken to to us a little bit more
2: wow very interesting um i was actually a delegate to the dnc so maybe we saw each other (laughs) I don't know. There's so much to take in, you know, because even some bad campaigns, that doesn't necessarily break the campaign. It doesn't mean that they're not going to win. Mm -hmm. I think for me, the misogyny was out there. Mm -hmm. The rhetoric was out there. The conversation when women come to the table, no matter what walk of life they come from Mm -hmm. or they're trying to gain a seat at the table, they seem to be met with obstacles. Mm -hmm. I think we're tough We were a tough crowd on Hillary, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm. um, and that bothered me. That bothered me a lot because we I don't see the solidarity between women coming. You know, yes, there are some issues there, and I think that every candidate has some deltas in their campaign. Mm -hmm. But for me, it it was just about women. This is our opportunity. Yeah. Mm. Period. Right. I understand that there's these other things going on in the background and conversations, but for me, Hillary would have changed things for me as a minority woman mm-hmm. and given other women opportunities to serve in that capacity. Exactly. So, breaking that glass ceiling was so important. So, what lessons, and I don't mean
3: that
0: this to, for this to be a pure political discussion, but sure. right. these are the are thoughts coming to my mind. So, moving forward in terms of women in politics, you know, after we've had Hillary run twice and lost. Where do you think we're going next as women in politics and what can we learn from her campaign?
1: That's such a tough question. Um, I want to be hopeful. I, I want women to continue to step out mm-hmm. and, and seek political office. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, I mean, Hillary's loss for me is a little bit demoralizing. and because she was the better in my opinion right. she was the most qualified candidate mm-hmm. and still lost
3: mm-hmm. so yes. it's
1: like what else do we have to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I'm a little bit I'm a little bit conflicted in that um, my hope is that we would continue to speak out you talked about rallying together really mm-hmm. coming together I think that's a need yes um, and I would love to see more of that and I think if that happens we actually can can turn the tide a little bit in that regard
2: mm-hmm. I agree with you uh, you know a hundred percent I think that um, After the campaign, I I think I went into this political depression. Mm -hmm. It was like, what happened? I have all the qualifications. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I started to question me as a woman. Um, It it really bothered me. Because what do I tell my daughter? What Mm -hmm. do I tell my niece? What do I tell you? Mm -hmm. What do I tell you? Mm -hmm. You know, no matter where we come from, women still have this thing. That, we, that just is trying to smother us.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I hate to say I can't breathe, you know, in fear that yeah. somebody might take that out of context, Right. but that's exactly how I felt.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It was the air and the life, you know, just sucked out of us. Um, it makes me sad.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I promised I wasn't gonna cry, Oprah. <laughs> don't cry, don't
3: cry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it makes me so sad, because we have women like yourself, like yourself, Thank like you. We're qualified. Right. We are qualified to be there, and we just can't catch a break. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I need more prayer.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know if I need more sisters. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think we need to find those answers. Like, why aren't we coming together?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Why aren't we supporting each other? Right. I work in a male-dominated field during the day, and they can do get out. Right. And then the next thing you know, there's camaraderie right there.
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: And they'll still, no matter their differences, from my personal experience, no matter the differences, they will still come together at the end. Exactly. And that's where I think we failed her, is that we didn't come out for her.
0: I mean, and you bring up a great point and you know, I wasn't able to attend the women's march, but from the outside looking in, it really looked like that was or it looks like that was the opportunity yes. to kind of bring yeah. women together and kind of refocus and say, Okay, Let's support each other. Let's support our issues. Yeah. Can you all talk about why it was important for you to come to the march?
1: You know what? I I was so sleepy that day. <laughs> it was a little cold. I wasn't sure if it was gonna rain. And so I went back and forth about it. Honestly, I was like, okay, this is the big moment in history, mm-hmm. but I'm sleepy. I don't know if I wanna go, but something said, get up and get out of the house and go to this march. Mm-hmm. And so I went with a group of my friends because I wanted to be a part of history. At the end of the day, I didn't want to. I didn't wanna look back and say, I should have gone to that. Right. Um, and so, in going, I was in a, I was in this political funk, just like you, mm-hmm. um, somewhat depressed about what was going, feeling very hopeless as well, just about where our country was yeah. going to go from from that point on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the moment I we parked the car and we started walking, and I saw the women with the hats, and uh, a w- woman gave me a hat actually, yeah. the as <laughs> they made a woman gave me a hat, mm-hmm. and someone from like another country made it. Oh, wow. And she said I said I don't know I don't have a hat. She said you can have mine. And oh. that was the spirit of the entire day. Yes. It was giving, it was peace, it was it was collective responsibility. Mm-hmm. It was a force and an, an energy about that that I would never ever forget. And I honestly have to say it recalibrated me in mm-hmm. a way where I know things look bleak. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're gonna be okay. And it speaks to your point about just us again galvanizing, coming together, yes. having conversations like we're having now. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important. And it was so many people brought their little girls there, mm-hmm. you know, for them to be able to see that and to feel that energy and to be a part of it. That's so important for the next generation yes. coming behind us because they're not necessarily aware of the limitations we Amen. know them Preacher. but exactly. they don't and so they need to continue to grow up in an environment where there are no limits right and i think that's going to be the big key well
0: just on that point you know i always have this discussion with my dad he always says you don't really need to know much about the struggles of the civil rights movement mm-hmm. i want you to focus on just not having any mental barriers mm-hmm. just keep going forward but that is part of the reason why i want to work so hard to overcome those barriers yeah. for me and my community you just said that about you know, younger women not understand, not knowing you know, you know, anyone other than Hillary Clinton having been at the top of the ticket. Yeah. How do you all feel about that in terms of women and the next, next generation of women? How much should we tell them about the struggles and some of the pain that we're having right now? Or should it just be something that they shouldn't even have to think about?
2: The march was my civil rights mm-hmm. movement in a sense. I wasn't born during the civil rights movement, but my mother marched. Mm. and you know she was so discouraged she'd tell me things like and I think it was very important to hear that from her to your point I was a high school student I thought about becoming a lawyer and my male history teacher told me I was nothing more than a nurse Mm -hmm. or a secretary or a wife Wow so I think it's important to know what the narrative is from some perspectives not all perspectives Mm -hmm. but I was raised by a father who said don't let anyone put any obstacles in your way Mm -hmm. you know don't let people drive your narrative, drive your own. You know, those weren't his words, I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. But that was the spirit in which he said, you know, I treat your mother no different than I would treat myself, we're Mm -hmm. equals. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important to have not only that display within family, the unity, Mm -hmm. uh, to show the family unity, but also speak to it. Mm -hmm. Because it exists. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Sexism exists, The the the, the discriminatory, Practices exist mm-hmm. and I I fight with myself because I look at the people that I deal with. I don't think it's all malicious I think it's been ingrained. Yes, exactly. so it's,
3: true. They
2: don't even know that they're doing it. <laughs> exactly. at, did you just hear what you said? No, right, right. It's 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 been taught.
1: Yes,
2: just like the sentiments of people of color You're less than that sentiment has been driven for you know by acts of either voter restrictions, mm-hmm. you know things that you don't have equal pay mm-hmm. or you're passed over because of your name or the, because of the color of your skin. Mm-hmm. It was reinforcement. Mm-hmm. I think with the march it just helped us you know, come to this conclusion that we need to regain our power
3: mm-hmm. and
2: that the people's voice is stronger than the opposition. So talk to me about you know, some of
0: the speakers and, and more about the atmosphere of the march.
1: It was, it was militaristic, but in a really cool way. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, we can do it, rock, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put your fists in the air. It was a lot of, of, of strength, and there was a lot of speakers. I have to be honest. Okay. It was a lot of speakers. Okay. Um, but it was everybody had something to say, and mm-hmm. I and I, and why not on a right. stage like that? Let people get it out. Um, I was really encouraged to see all the CBC members that mm-hmm. showed up. I thought that was huge. Mm-hmm. The celebrities that came. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's important not just to have um, Joe Schmo come up there and talk, but yeah. to 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 have some folks that can go out and petition for us yes. because our congressmen and women those are the people that we're going to go to and say hey we need this we need that yeah. so for them to be able to, to take that stage and, and speak to, to people I, I really appreciated that mm-hmm. um, so it was the same message it was very linear everyone was on one accord and I think mm-hmm. that's important mm-hmm. it didn't feel repetitive like oh here they go they're saying the same thing over and over again everybody had an angle Excellent. but overall mm-hmm. it was we need to do the work and the work starts here, but doesn't end here. Right. And so the key is, what are we all going to do individually and collectively when this is over with? Exactly. Because that is is where the change starts.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. So what do you all feel like is next for you? What are the next steps for you after the march?
2: Continue the fight. Mm-hmm. I think that we need to get engaged with our local elections, mm-hmm. know what's going on, know what the process is for political engagement, because that's where the our decisions that govern us in our communities are made.
3: Mm-hmm. When we
2: go to that ballot box, that's our power to say, oh, nope, don't want that person. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm going to vote. And know why. Mm-hmm. Not because they were on TV. Mm-hmm. Not because the media said so. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing against the media. But do your own homework. Yes. Get engaged. Know how this could work for you or against you. Work with these long, like the NAACP, like National Organization for Women. These are 50-plus-year strong organizations yeah. that have endured so much
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, that, that are saying, hey we've, hey, we've been here. This is yeah. what can happen. You, <laughs> hey, right. mm-hmm. we couldn't even get a volunteer for, for a bake sale, but now mm-hmm. we've got all kinds of volunteers. Wow. And, I, and I understand why. You know, this is not a dig, but let's continue, not just here in 2017, yeah. but from here on. Now we can see what, what can happen when we don't engage in the political process. Let's continue because it is a part of our lives. Politics is everywhere, just like psychology, it's everywhere. Exactly. So what
0: about now? Where do you see now moving? Is it going to go pretty much in the same direction? Do you feel like it's kind of reinvigorated the organization at the local and the national level? Where do you see the organization
2: going? See, I'm kind of biased because I feel that we were always invigorated. (laughs) We were always here. But you know, when you have those, uh, what do you call it, ground warriors, those little Mm -hmm. guardians, in the back, you know, Mm -hmm. like our organizations that we coalesce with, we're always doing the work.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I think that it's changed a little bit because of the recent elections. Mm -hmm. You know, we've never seen anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that you go to the drawing paper back to the drawing table to to say hey we have to redraw how we engage but i think we have to craft our messages a little bit yeah. different because this is so extreme right. you mm-hmm. know ba- you know it didn't have to go there all the time and there's times we did have to go there right. <laughs> and now it seems like we got to go there right. all, <laughs> all, all the, the time, time. <laughs> right <laughs> and so i think it's for us it's um it's, it's the irony of women attacking women's organizations or organizations that look out for these very individuals that give them the rights that mm-hmm. we were on the battlegrounds, even before I was born, mm-hmm. to give them the right to speak, mm-hmm. to work on the voting rights. Mm-hmm. And they just write you off so mm-hmm. easily. It's very dis- disheartening. Mm-hmm. But what's more more heartening for me or more inspiring is that Women's March, those people yes. that say, OK, now I get it. Yes. I'm here. <laughs> yes. The, you could see the light bulb through wow. the crowd like, yeah. oh, my God, my sister, I get right. it. <laughs> right. And it wasn't. Because of color, it oh. was because of we were women. Right. We had that one common thread. Yeah. Right. Hope. And yeah. you bring up an excellent point
0: because you know oftentimes you know let's just be honest we're all women of, women of color. The women's movement is run by majorly, major, usually white women. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'd like to talk a little bit about the diversity that was there. I mean, you both have referenced it, um, and how you see hopefully see the women's movement being more inclusive um, after the women's march?
1: Um, I think that it was definitely, we weren't, I don't wanna say underrepresented, I don't wanna use that word, okay. but it was less women of color there. Okay. Um, and it was interesting when we saw each other, we was, mm-hmm. like, hey! <laughs> it was like, I was like, we look like these exactly. exactly, hey girl! <laughs> it was kinda like that, and, and, and so that was encouraging to see. I do, it goes back to education too, it's yes. like, going and seeing, seeking out opportunities to be involved. And I think mm-hmm. to some degree, sometimes we we don't do that in our mm-hmm. communities. Mm-hmm. And so how does that happen? Okay. You know, what are we talking about in our churches? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about in our schools? What are we mm-hmm. talking about on on our jobs? Mm-hmm. Just creating these conversations so people even know that this is there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to admit to you, if I didn't work in television, if I wasn't, you know, keeping my eye and ear to the ground to know what was going on, I might not have even known mm-hmm. to even that this was even important enough to yeah. go. Wow. So I think it's also part of my responsibility and yes. my job to say, Hey guys, this is what's going on. We need to be a part of it. I know you don't feel like you have a voice because mm-hmm. it's hard enough being a woman. And then you're a black woman, it's like, oh, gosh, I, I really, I'm, I'm silenced almost. I don't yeah. belong anyway, or they're not going to care. I, I'm not valued. Mm. You are valued. There is value that you bring to the table, and this is how you can then yes. show that. Exactly. And, and once you're there in representation exactly. of your own, amazing things can happen. So we have to, it's our job. Yes. If we know better, we need to teach our brothers and sisters We the can same. do better.
2: We can That's do right. better. That's right. There's no yeah. excuse anymore. <laughs> was it, Maya Angelou, once you know better, you do better? That's right, that's right.
0: Absolutely. And what do you think about, you know, trying to, especially now, too, you know, the organization now,
2: incorporating more women of color into the movement? I think when I first got into now, you know, and again, it was because my eyes were open, I was so... I'm hopeful for women of color and mm-hmm. all women, mm-hmm. period. I don't like to put that line between us because we're, we're human.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, we're collective. Mm-hmm. And I think that we offer a lot, even though we come from different places, maybe different parts of the country, we're immigrants, we're, we are neighbors, we are Americans, we're, we're collectively together in this one place called Earth. Mm-hmm. And that we, that's what brings us together. And that's the focal point for me. I think we're a diverse Diversity is important to have at the table to see that you represent your community or the community that you're trying to represent. Mm-hmm. You know that that be displayed. Um, we wish to have more women of color. You know, for me to step up and do it for the very first time, I, I didn't see anyone really that looked like me,
3: mm-hmm.
2: especially where I live.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Step up in a leadership <coughs> position, right? And to do that. And then as I got more engaged and, like you said, took responsibility and start to seek out, and hey, what are you doing over there? I got to see that representation. Mm-hmm. So I was ill-informed. Right. And I think we as now, we welcome every walk of life. And even if you don't think that we're speaking to your issue the way you're, you may be familiar with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tell us. Right. Come join yeah. us, exactly. speak it. You know, be a part of it, be a leader in the community, take on that role. It's a a lot of, it's not a sexy job, but it is a fulfilling job,
0: right? So we like to um, end the show by just having our guests offer your recommendations or suggestions about how our viewers can get their seat at the table. Mm. So just what suggestions do you have in terms of women's issues and women getting more engaged? What would you recommend they do to get their seat at the table?
1: Wow. I would mm-hmm. say educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, be a scholar and mm-hmm. also educate yourself on what's going on in your communities. Um, serve. Yes. S- yes. Service yes. is huge. That's, yes. your, <laughs> that's your life's mission. And it yeah. should be all of ours. And whatever yes. we do, service is very important. And that's where the fulfillment comes in that you spoke about. Yes. Um, so I think that's important. Um, just being active, finding mm-hmm. opportunities to engage in conversations. I think our conversations have to have more substance overall. There's so many superficial surface conversations that people are having. It's not advancing their lives in any way. (laughs) Connect yourself with people who want to have meaty hearty substantive conversations Mm. it will change your life absolutely great it will change your life and it'll tear down some of those walls i think we people we live in silos and when you when you even when you talked about diversity i think that's important because once you're engaging with people who aren't necessarily like you or Mm -hmm. don't necessarily have the same viewpoints you're like hmm
2: we we actually do right we're not different (laughs) after all absolutely so don't be afraid of, of, of something or someone who's different than you as Excellent well advice. It. Excellent advice. I would totally agree with you on that. And not to repeat what you said, but I, you know, coming out of your comfort zone—if you want to learn about people of
3: color—engage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, go to uh, a meeting or, or a community organization and just say, "I'm just here," and be open. You're going to be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but that's the part of expanding yes, your exactly. horizon, your your knowledge, your spirit.
3: Exactly.
2: You know, you'll find. Um, even as I was going through this, that you have hidden biases that yeah. you didn't know exist. Yes. And and you have to talk to yourself. Like, right. you know, there's <laughs> exactly. a coming to Jesus yeah. meeting with you. You're out here doing this, but come on, you yeah. know, reflect inward. And I would say surround yourself with people that think like you in a sense that will continue to uplift you yes. when you go through the hard times. That will be your support system Excellent. because there's going to be challenges as we're going forward. Mm-hmm. We already see that. Um, and And... and Go run for office. Yes, definitely. Run for office. I'm afraid. You're afraid. We can all be afraid together. (laughs) Run for office. Exactly. You know, I'll bring the mimosas. (laughs) (laughs) Because there's a lot of that fear. Mm -hmm. And um, I was so happy to hear that after the march, 13,000 women said, I will. Yes. Took that pledge they didn't know some of them said I don't know anything <laughs> about it but we're gonna piecemeal this yeah. together and we're gonna get it done we're good at that yes we can we can build chicken noodle soup out of no chicken yeah. you know yeah. we could, you know and so we have that creative talent and we are natural at bringing people together and bringing that sense of unity and nur- nurture and mm-hmm. and um, I don't want to say motherhood but you know that maternal exactly you know and be problem solvers yeah. and, and don't be afraid to speak because i'm as saucy as they come <laughs> <laughs> and just speak out loud and be authentic yeah. and be intentional about it definitely yeah, definitely so i'd
0: like to thank um, our two guests today sheree and Hala, for thank their you. excellent perspectives Um, From the Women's March. You know, there are a lot of problems that are facing our nation today. And what we want you to do, and you know, what I took away from today's discussion was whether you decide that you're going to vote in every election, whether you decide that you're going to run for office or be a campaign manager, or you're just going to be more vocal about the issues that you care about, it's important that you do something. as we said there are a lot of issues facing this nation and we need everyone's voice to really stand up be counted and be at that table so again thank you for joining us at a seat at the table and we'll see you at the table